London, London. Welcome to the Uncut 90. I am your host, Delacqua, with a few special guests and analysts. Um, we have Rookie. Rookie's here. Feels good to be back. All right, all right. Feels good to be back. George is here, a.k.a. Lil Pep. Lil Pep, your head-to-head champion. Let's go. Ground up, ground up, ground up. Yeah. Right, right, right. The past, the past is the past, and special guest returning after a long, 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 long time. We're so happy to have you here. Owula is here, the one and only. Hey, hello, guys. It's great to be back after all this while. It's up with and you know it's gonna be hot when I'm back. So, oh man, it's, it's gonna be hot. Wow, 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 wow. Guys, don't take your clothes off yet, okay? Please, just wait for the heat to come first. Um, so as you guys can probably guess, or if you can't guess, I'll tell you. If you're listening to this, you probably already saw the title of this episode. But we're going to preview the season um, by way of making some predictions and talking about teams and things that have happened during the off season. It's been one of the shorter off seasons, obviously, because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. Um, but a lot has happened. A lot is still yet to be determined. Um so I'm going to start off with Rookie. Actually, I'm going to start off with you. You know, ladies first, they say. What I'm going to ask you for is your top 10. Give me your top 10 for next season. I know there's still some stuff up in the air, but tell me who you have in your top 10. And it's okay. Casting Stone. We're going to come back and punish you if you're wrong. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's excessive. Um, so my top 10, for the top two, it's contingent on one signing. Um, so right now I have Manchester City winning the league, but that's contingent on them signing Kane. Um, I have Chelsea second, but if City do not sign Kane, I do think that Chelsea will win the league. Um, I have United coming in third, followed by Liverpool. And fourth, Leicester City coming in fifth, yet again. Uh, Leeds coming in sixth. Arsenal coming in seventh. Aston Villa coming in eighth, Tottenham coming in ninth, and then West Ham coming in tenth. Hmm. Man, this is crazy. Okay. Okay. I, I actually think you're not that far off. Um, the biggest surprise I think you probably said you have Leeds finishing sixth. It's a bold prediction. Please tell us more. Why do you think they're going to be able to do it? Like, what, what, what exactly makes you feel so confident in them? So what I liked about their transition and the way they play from last season was that they weren't as naive defensively um, towards the end of the season. So I think if they continue the way they were defending from the tail end of last season, they can definitely, you know, do better league-wise than they did last season. So that's that's my opinion. And, you know, they've... Pretty much most of their squad has had a chance to rest up this summer. So if they start off well, they can definitely finish pretty high up. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's probably a little bit too high, but we shall see. Um, George, I want to ask you, because Rookie kind of said her whole thing is contingent on Kane going to City. 
basically she said if Kane doesn't go to City, City will come second to Chelsea. Um, I know news has broken today. I don't know if it's official yet, but it's damn near official. Lukaku is going to Chelsea. Um, exactly. George, do you think that City has to sign Kane to win the league? I mean, it will make their chances better, right, if they do sign Kane. But I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think they need Kane. I think like Pep can still implement that uh, false nine. Pep can still implement that false nine. Uh, which, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's hard in here, guys. You already know it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you see random men walking around shirtless or whatever else. It's hot. It's hot. We're recording an episode right now, sir. You need to, you know. Or edit this part out, okay? <laughs> We're gonna have to. Or like leave and let us keep recording. <laughs> you want to show us your one pack? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> man, I'm sorry about that, guys. But yeah, um, I think Pep can still win the league without signing Kane. That's still possible. Even though, like last season, it seemed as though, like you know, there was not that much competition, hence they were able to get away with it. But I think with uh, the talent they brought in. Uh, in Grealish, I feel like you know it's really possible for them to even win the league without a striker. So they should be fine without Kane. But I have a feeling Kane is gonna um, join Man City. I have a feeling it's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, everyone has that same feeling. It's not really you know unique yeah. to you. But I'm glad you you agree with everyone else. Uh, Olula, I want to come to you. I want you to give us your top ten. Um, <clears throat> I think City are on a way winners, um, regardless whether they get Kane or not. They showed it last season. Pep showed that he is a smart guy and he can play without a striker. So um, uh-huh. I think that regardless whether he signs Kane or not, with Grealish and Mares and all these guys, they've got goals in them. Each of these players can give you 10-plus goals and assists. Uh, so it shouldn't be a problem. So I see them winning the league. I think that... This this season's this season's fight is gonna be for from second to fourth. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we already have a winner. If it's if it's gonna be City, they're gonna be run away. If it's gonna be Chelsea, they're gonna be run away. What what the fight is gonna happen is probably between second, third, fourth. That is where the real competition will be. And um, I, unfortunately, this is how I predict it's gonna be. I think City gonna win, and Chelsea is gonna come in second. I have Liverpool at third. And I have United at fourth. Uh, I have Leicester at six. Um, Spurs at seven. Um, wait, wait, wait. You skipped fifth. Who's fifth? Fifth. Leicester. Um, okay. Leicester is fifth. Yes, I have Spurs in at six. Um, Arsenal will okay. be at seventh. I have Villa surprisingly at eight. I'm, I'm tempted to bring them up, but I, I they could do an Everton, so I don't want to get too excited. Um, I have <laughs> I have Leeds at nine and West Ham coming in in the top ten because they do have some good good players there. Wow. Okay. Okay. So the the first difference, of course, you're a Liverpool fan, so you have Liverpool third, which is probably not crazy. I think a lot of people would, you know, you'd be in that top four area. Um, what did Liverpool have to do to finish third and not fourth or even um a little bit better? Like, what do you think the key to your season is going into next season? Um, I think the key is already there. It's, it's money seller. They just need to be money seller. Um, fortunately, they've had some rest that they haven't had in like four or five seasons. 
if we can keep them mm. fit. Um, between the two of them, you have 40 goals minimum. Um, if you look at the stats, 68 to 70 goals is enough to get you to three, third or fourth, depending on how, uh, third or second, depending on how the season goes. And those two guaranteed, mm. if, if, if your fit gives you 40 goals, you have 20 more to sh- spread among the Origis and other useless players. Um, if, <laughs> if, if we can keep um, money and sell our fit, our chances are high. Um, we're still getting one more attacker before the transfer window ends. Um, the, are you? Yes. The only reason why we've not signed anyone is because we've not been able to sell any of the attackers because of foreign grown. We've, we've, we've reached our quota for, how do we call it, non-British players. So we would have to offset one of Origi or Shakiri to make to make space for that. Uh, unless we get in an English striker, which I know we can't buy Kane and maybe Ings, but we didn't want to go for him. So obviously it's mm. a foreign talent and we can't bring in another foreign talent should, so we, we make space. So um, as a Liverpool fan, I, I have it as, as a third, but it's, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be one top season. But hey, we have we have the men who've tried, uh, they are tried and tested, so why not? Yeah. Rookie, I want to come to you because another huge difference between both of your top tens is Tottenham. Um, he has Tottenham finishing sixth, making it to Europe. You have Tottenham finishing ninth. Um, is this based on what you think is going to happen with Harry Kane or like regardless of Harry Kane, like why is there such a big difference? What do you think Ola is missing in his prediction? I think it's regardless of Harry Kane because I just feel like the spirit is dead at Tottenham right now. And hmm. they're also, they've also just brought in Nuno. So I do rate Nuno as a manager, but it is a transitional season for them. So I think that it's going to take time for him to implement his own strategies um for Tottenham to kind of move forward so that's why I'm kind of putting them lower in the top 10 because I think they're pro- you're probably not going to get to see that Tottenham side the way that Nuno wants them playing till the second half of the season where it mm-hmm. might be too late for them to really make a push for a higher position yeah and I'm just really concerned like if there's no Harry Kane who the hell is going to be striking for them like, well, there's also feel like they have no one like no striker um but, okay, interested, interesting. George, we're ready for your top 10. Give us the correct top 10. Let's see if you can do it. Uh, no no I, one has gone it right so far, for the record. This, this is the official. I've been to the future and back, and I'm about to tell you guys the official top 10 for next season. So, obviously, Manchester City is going to win it, right? It's, it's only right. They, they're they're going to win it. Um, <clears throat> I think United is going to finish second. Um. Okay. Chelsea, whether they sign Lukaku or not, I still think they're gonna finish third. Um, Liverpool, I think will sneak into the top four. I like. It's, I don't know. I'm just a bit iffy. I feel like they might not even make top four, but I'll just put them at fourth for now, right? Um, I think Arsenal. <laughs> is gonna make, I think Arsenal is gonna make a statement, right? <laughs> Arsenal is gonna finish fifth this season. Hey, Whoa. let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> Leicester is gonna finish sixth. Um, I think Aston Villa will come in seventh. Uh, West Ham is gonna finish eighth. Spurs ninth, and then Leeds, and then Brighton. Wait, that was more than ten, right? That's eleven. Yeah, well, extra ten. <laughs> but thank you, though. Yeah, yeah Spurs and Leeds. That will, that will not be ten. 
Okay. Okay. So you're. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said the only reason I have Spurs so low is because of like you know the uncertainties around Hurricane. But um, aside that, like you know, I think you know if Hurricane does stay, I feel like they they should finish like in the top top six, top seven, regardless of what happens. But if Hurricane leaves, I feel like they're gonna finish really low, like ninth or even eighth. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and I definitely understand what you're saying. I think I'm with Rookie in that even if Harry Kane stays, I just think this team is um, somewhat a shell of itself. I feel bad for Nuno because I feel like he's low-key getting set up. Like He was like the fifth or sixth manager they wanted to hire. Like That's never a good thing when they go through everyone. They're like, oh, will you take the job, please? Like, please, someone take this job. Like It's just not a good situation to be going into. You know, Moreno has done what he does, has destroyed the team. And he has left to, you know, greener pastures. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look at your list. So, George, you're a little bit higher on West Ham, I think, than anyone else. You have them finishing eighth. Um, mm-hmm. You really believe in West Ham like that? I think, um, I don't know. I just, like, I was really impressed with them last season. They, they don't play naive football. Naive football being they don't stick to one tactic. They can switch up mm. the way they want to play. And I've seen a, a couple of their preseason games, and I'm I'm very impressed with what I've seen. So I think yeah, they should they should be good, even though they have like you know, is it Europa League or the Conference League? Which one? Is it didn't the Europa League? Europa? I think Conference. They didn't make top six, right? Oh, the Conference League. Okay. Yeah, my memory no, is like the worst. I, I always know. forget. Let me let me just check it up. We can continue. Thank you. We appreciate the check. <laughs> but yeah, no West Ham. West Ham season, I think, will be interesting to see what they do this season. Um, a lot more skeptical on West Ham than you guys are. Like, I don't have West Ham in my top ten, um, but we'll see. Let, let me give you guys the top ten. This, this is yeah, the official top West ten. They came in at sixth, so they yes, they made the Europa. Yeah, they came in sixth. They made Europa. Yeah, yeah. Spurs and yeah. Arsenal made the conference. Yeah. Yeah, all the more reason West Ham is not going to be top no, 10 low-key. Arsenal didn't even make conference. Whoa, that's hurts, man. Um, yeah, I think West Ham finished ahead of Arsenal and Spurs and Leeds. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Moise did a good job, eh? I think we underestimate or we underrate him, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah I think his United demons are still haunting him. Yeah. I forgive him. He did a phenomenal was, job last year. Uh, when he was at Everton, I feel like um, he was consistent with top six, right, at Everton. And I feel like yeah. now he's getting yes. into that room, yes. and I feel like he's going to try and maintain that, you know, consistency. So, yeah. He's I got, think, he's I got some good players, like Kufal and a few of them. Some good sub, sub players there. Yeah. Sushek and uh, all these guys, yeah. yeah they're, good, they're decent. Yeah. Top was just a hater. Yeah, let me, let me give you guys... <laughs> I'm definitely a hater because they did way more than I expected last season. And I low-key blame the Arsenals of the world because West Ham, you got to talk about they have good players. We cannot mention seven players that we think are really that good. Like, they, they're okay. They have a decent team. They don't have a top six team, if we're being honest. Um, but this is the top ten from me to everyone else. Um, number one is City. You guys have already said it. Um, City's going to win the league, I think, no matter what. But... I think them getting Harry Kane is going to make it a blowout or it might be close if they don't get Harry Kane. 
because that Chelsea team is like not a Sad. joke. Honestly, there's no reason Chelsea should not be winning the league other than be. I think everyone predicting Chelsea to be second and third is us showing that we don't have that much trust in some of their players and their manager because they have they easily have the best squad if you go by players. Um, but yeah, I have City first, have Chelsea second, I have United third, um, and. The Chelsea United also, I think, is a lot closer than maybe anyone is saying. Like, George having United second is not crazy. There's no reason United should not be right there. Um, fourth, Liverpool. Um, yeah, Liverpool, I think they're they're going to focus on the league and be fourth. Fifth, Leicester City. I just don't see how they drop. Like, their team is incredible. They just beat uh, Manchester City right now. Even though it was a weekend City team, we know. But they have mad reinforcements, like... Players coming back from injuries. They made some nice transfer deals. Like, Leicester is for real. So, I think they're going to keep doing what they've been doing. I have Arsenal sixth. They don't have, they a, don't have a what? They don't really have a center back. So. Yeah, so so they are struggling right now because Fofana got injured, which obviously was unexpected. Um, I'm sure they're probably going to try to get one. For today's game, they played Amate or whatever his name is as center back. I feel like he could do a decent enough job next to Soyuncu and they have Johnny Evans and I'm sure if they needed to indeed he can probably play center back we've seen him do it before um so I think they have enough players that they'll be able to kind of get by um but yeah no that's definitely an area of concern for Leicester for sure um but regardless I have them fifth sixth I have Arsenal I think Arsenal makes it back to top six after like 10 years um I think they'll be able to focus on the league seventh I have Leeds Leeds finishes seventh for me I think just the way they play. They're going to score goals. They have no other competitions to worry about, so they'll be able to do well. Uh, eighth, I have Aston Villa, though I'm a little bit scared that without Grealish, it might just not all come together quickly enough. They have a lot of new players. Um, good players, but players that have never played together. Ninth, I have Tottenham finishing ninth. Everyone like stole from me because everyone is saying ninth. I don't like that you guys are copying me, but... Yeah, Tottenham is finishing ninth. And 10th, I have Brighton. Brighton is going to be 10th. George was onto something. He just, you know, he messed up a little bit. Brighton is going to be 10th. Um, that's the official top 10. You know, we this is recorded. We can come back to it. I've written it down. You guys know when I write something down, it's in stone. You know, we always go back and check. <laughs> you don't even remember what um, was the top the, six the, from last season. <laughs> nah, he was saying Everton was Hey, hey, hey. Let's not forget that. Guys, we're we're on to the next season. <laughs> exactly. Um, the other thing I want to ask you guys for, Rula, I'm going to start with you. I want you to give me one team that is going to be relegated for sure. Like, and I don't want a team that was just promoted. So don't give me one of the newly promoted teams. What? A team that was in the Premier League last season that you think is going to be relegated. Okay, I think that Newcastle are going to struggle. Um, I've not seen them do much. Um. I think they will struggle. Burnley, um, they are always Burnley. Yeah, they would be in a <laughs> relegation tussle. Relegation um, battle, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, they, they will always be in around there. So I, the two teams I see, I see them being in around uh, would be Newcastle because look, uh, you look at that team and it's it's the same old team. I, I've not seen them make any major moves this summer. Um, their only good player is Maxima. That guy is not fit. He plays. Four, four good games, and then he's off injured. Burnley have a good team, but they have no reserves. So they only have 11 players that are good, and they play the same system over 
which which Sean Dyche believes in so much and doesn't want to change. I, I saw them struggle last season, and I think they would also this year. Another team that I'm not so sure of is Crystal Palace. Uh, it will depend on how Vieira Ooh, can no, 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 what no, kind no. of start he would. Nah, I'm telling you, well, that's my opinion. I don't know what kind of start he would have. If if he starts well, then it's, he's going to be good. If he doesn't start well and, and, and the media hit on him and the pressure piles up, and if he can't, there are a lot of egos in that Palace team. They, they released about nine players this summer. It's not the best team that they have. Um, Sako is gone. A lot of the players are gone. So um, I want to see how Vieira puts them together and gets them going. Yeah. Okay. So what? So what's your one team that's getting relegated? You told us three teams. We want one. Oh, Who's the one? If you had to Newcastle. put money on it. Newcastle. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think Crystal Palace has a really interesting team. I actually completely disagree with you. They made some really good transfers. So I think they're going to be closer to the top 10 than relegation, I think. Um, but we'll see what happens for sure. George, who's getting relegated? I don't know why no one is talking about Southampton. I feel like Southampton is Thank most likely to go down. Either Southampton yep. or... Uh, yeah, like Oula said, Newcastle. But I think Southampton will possibly go down this... this um, Wolves is another team that I think will also go down. There we go. Wolves. I'll stick with Southampton. I think Southampton. So you're going to do what Oula just did. Okay, tell us yeah, all the teams. I'll, I'll which one? To, I was about to, but I stopped. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to go with uh, Southampton. I'll go with Southampton. I feel like Wolves will go down too. Okay. No, no. I, I'm. Yeah, Wolves definitely are in the danger zone. Um, but I'm with you guys. Southampton, Newcastle. Those are two of the teams that I looked at and said they're going to struggle next season. Uh, Rookie, who do you think is getting relegated? Um, so it's funny because you guys mentioned the two out of the three teams that I had, um, hmm. which is Newcastle and Southampton, and then I had Watford for the newly promoted teams to go down. Really? I think yeah, but I don't want a newly promoted team. I want I a team that has already been already up. Said the ones that I already had written down. Okay. So <laughs> which one? Which one is your own? You have to claim one of them. Uh, I'm gonna claim Southampton. It's not looking good. It's Damn. not looking good. They were in terrible form the second half of last season. Terrible, terrible form. And they lost Danny Ings. And they lost Danny Ings. And they may lose James Ward-Prowse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. You guys are definitely thinking the right way. Um, but I would say Newcastle for me. Um, just I, I, Newcastle, man, I don't know what they do. And low-key, them not having Joe Willock, at least as of right now, <laughs> they're probably going to miss that guy. So not, I thought they signed him. Per, no, that didn't. No, I don't believe so. I believe he's at Arsenal right now. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah I think he was just alone. So if I'm not mistaken, if I am correct, and they don't have Joe Willock and they haven't replaced him with anyone, as far as I can tell, they're they're yeah. going to struggle because they he's, struggled last season, honestly. He's at so, Arsenal right now, so that's not good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys now for, you know, along the lines of relegation, I want to ask you what manager you think is going to be first to be sacked? Patrick Vieira. So, Wula, I'm going to start with you, actually. No, start with Rookie and then come to me. (laughs) Okay, Rookie, we're ready for you. Who's getting sacked? Patrick Vieira. (laughs) Yo, what is this hate? What did Vieira do to you? I know, like, come on, guys. I go raise the guy and... 
Um, I just think that the Crystal Palace, they had a good thing going with Roy Hodgson. And I just don't think Vera was the guy to go to. I, I just don't see him steering that ship. I know you think they're going to be closer to top 10. I genuinely believe they're going to be closer to relegation, if we're being honest. Um, huh. Yeah, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. But remember, Vieira is a midfielder. Okay, and what happened to Pirlo? You wanna? Boom! <laughs> 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 yeah, all right, fair like, enough. Ola, who like, do you think? Oh, I don't like this Patrick Vieira hate man. I feel like he's the first black manager in the EPL. We gotta push Come him. On. Man. We gotta support him. Actually, we no, like, we've had Paul Ince. First black one. Oh, he's not the Paul Ince has had a shot before. Yeah, he's right? definitely not the no. he's definitely not the first, but, but you know, I feel like it's been a while since we've had one and but actually that's not even true. We've had we've had some. But we should support rate, black men. Um, men. Obviously I rate Vieira as a player, but we all rate Pirlo too. Like Yeah. No, I just don't I don't rate him as a manager. Loved him as a player, even though, you know, Arsenal. But at the end of the day, um, I'm just being realistic. I really think I don't think he'll last beyond Christmas. Okay, Ola, tell us who you think is getting getting sacked first. Um, I have two managers. It's going to be between um, the two. Obviously, Patrick Vieira. I think he's the right man for the wrong job. <laughs> don't worry, um, that's obvious. I, <laughs> because I, I think that his uh, Palace are a very rigid team. They like to go long, knock it. And, um, um, Zaha get the ball like they are one way. I don't know how these players can adapt to whatever style he's bringing and if they would evolve that quickly. And uh, we all know Vieira; he's a great player, but I don't know how he can manage those egos in that dressing room. I don't know what what, what his, his pedigree. Um, I, I don't know what team he was coaching, what what track record and what experience he's bringing on. But those don't matter. Like I said, it depends on how he starts. If he, if he can get two wins or three wins out of his first five games, that would settle the nerves. If not, then he would be under intense pressure, and I think he might not survive Christmas. Another one is the Southampton coach. I struggle to mention his name, Ralph. Yeah. I, yeah they, they, they call him the Austrian club. I think that he might also get a sack. Uh, I think he might even like to jump ship because they sold Ings. He, he wasn't so happy about it. He was very vocal. So between these two, I think one of them might get a sack. Okay. George. Yeah, I'm going to agree with the Wula. I think the Southampton coach is going to go first. Um. Yeah, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. His form, like the way they finished the season and it, like their preseason games is not so looking impressive. And like Awula said, when they sold oh, Danny Anks, they were like, he was very vocal. So, yeah, I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to leave first. I don't, yeah, I don't see how he's going to Okay. Yeah. I also think, however, the Norwich. Yeah, I actually agree with you guys. Oh, sorry. I think the Norwich manager is also going to go first, man. I think, because have you guys seen their fixtures? Ah, uh, wait. So who's going first? You <laughs> said one person is going first, and they said, actually, I also think, are they I going together think, or what? Think, same day? Gonna, yeah, I think it's going to go around the same time. That Norwich coach. Because your yeah, fixtures don't look favorable, uh, man. Do, do Norwich still have the German coach, Fleck or Flick or whatever his name? Flack. 
Do they still have that I don't guy? Know what his name. Whoever that coach is, he's he's going first. Like the fixtures don't look favorable. So you're changing your answer. I should change it for you. Daniel Farke, is it still yeah, him? Yeah. yeah, it's still Daniel Farke. George, so what's your final answer? I'm honestly confused. Uh, the <laughs> oh, so all that for you to not change your answer. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It's going to be Hassan Hontul or whatever his name is. I don't think he's a bad manager, but they go through some terrible times and streaks. And I could just see them battling rele- relegation. They lose three, four, five games in a row, and he's going to be out of there. So we shall see what happens. Um, along the lines, you guys, we already talked about Danny Ings living and how the manager wasn't happy about that. I want us to talk about some transfers real quick. Guys, I want you to tell me who you think is the best and who is the worst transfer. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen, but you're predicting, looking to the future. Um, George, I'm going to start with you. Best transfer, worst transfer. I think Lukaku to Chelsea, you guys said it's almost confirmed, right? So I think Lukaku to Chelsea. It is, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the best transfer for Chelsea because they needed a striker. They needed someone to be finishing those chances because they have every every mm. uh, every part of their game is actually uh you know pretty solid. Their defense is solid. Their midfield is solid. They just needed someone to be finishing chances, and I think that Lukaku signing is major. It's like huge, huge for them. So I think that's the best signing so far. Yeah, yeah a world class striker. Okay. How about the worst? Uh, the worst would be. Ooh. Has Liverpool signed anyone? Oh yeah, uh, Konate. Konate. I think Konate is probably like the worst signing because they signed a guy for like forty million. <laughs> Look um, at you. You could have gone for, for around for that amount. <laughs> There's a lot of players you could have bought, but I think Konate, like the guy, has not been impressive. A bunch of like Liverpool fans have been complaining about his performances, and uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know, he's young. Who, who are the boys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoyed that himself. <laughs> no, but does not rate him. Like they have like six, seven center backs. Ah, like, you why? talk of like, Ben Anko, man. That guy is, that guy is, that guy, that guy is a Liverpool fan on autopilot. Man, he's he hits the panic button like hundred times in a day. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's like because for his price and um. You know, the quality that Liverpool already has in uh, defense, I don't see why they have to spend $40 million on a player where they could have, like, actually spent that money on, you know, other parts of, you know, their team. But, yeah, I think that's hmm. that's that's a terrible decision and terrible signing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I want to ask you for your best and worst transfers, but also on the Konate thing, um, do you expect him to start most of the games? Because George does bring up a point. You have Joe Gomez, you have Joe Matip, um, I mean, those are probably the only two guys that are really... And Van Dijk is back, obviously. Um, do you expect Konate to play enough games to justify his presence this season? Or do you think it's more of a long-term thing? Um, I think that the club um, took advantage of an opportunity. Um, we've, we've tracked him for some time. And um, the, the £36 million pounds was his release clause. So release clauses are release mm. clauses. So you... You want the player, you you meet it. Ninety-five percent of the time, release clauses are higher than the player's value. I don't think Grealish is worth hundred million, but that's that's his release clause. If you need him, you have to pay for it. Okay, that's by the way. I think that we needed a centre back um, 
because of what happened last season, um, you don't know the kind of Van Dyke you're going to get. Um, two seasons ago, mm-hmm. we said that Laporta was better than Van Dyke. Today, he cannot even unsettle John Stones. So it tells you what an ACL is <laughs> and what it can do to you. So the question is, who do you have in the wings to 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 um, the, release the pressure on these guys? Because Matip is mm-hmm. also not, Matip is not a fit guy. That's one thing you should know. He's, he's always he's, injured. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Between Joe Gomez, between Joe Gomez and Matip, they are never fit. Or they, one of them or two of them mm-hmm. are always injured. It means that you'll be left with Van Dyke, and he just came from an ACL. You can't play him all the time. So I think that Konate mm-hmm. would get matches. He's 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 a different kind of uh, defender from what we have. I think that he would adapt over a period. We might not see his value this year, but I think in the long term, it's a good one. Um, he fits into the club's policy. If he's not what he is, we can still sell him two years from now or three years from now. He'll still be 24 and you can still get some 30 or 35 odd million out of him. So business-wise, it's a good one. On the field, I think that he would adapt to a time. He's got the qualities. He's, he's good in the air. He's he's very fast for a very lanky defender. You should check up his... He he's nice. very fast. So I think that... but. EPL, of course, you'll be exposed. I want to see how he does in the air with all the rigidness and all that. So um, I'm not going to... But I, I maybe he might start the season because uh, Van Dijk and um, Gomez might not be fully fit. So he might play the first two or three games. I don't know. But eventually, mm-hmm. he would be relegated to the bench and he would have to adapt. If you know Klopp very well, he hardly starts his signings from the beginning. So, yeah. he hmm. Eventually, Wait. he would have to go. But we'll have a question. So, how many center backs does Liverpool have right now? Okay, so we've got six. But this is the thing: um, Rhys Williams, Rhys Williams is not a first-team player. So, prior to Van Dijk getting injured, you didn't even know who Rhys Williams was. We've taken him back to go through the developmental stages to develop into the player we want him to be. He's just seventeen. Nat Phillips is not the kind of center back Liverpool wants. Every team has got their setup. He did a good job, so no, he's not. If you take Nat Phillips off, we have four center backs now. We've got Van Dyke, we've got Gomez, we've got Matip, and we've got Konate. But this is the catch: Van Dyke is thirty what this year. Today? Matip is thirty. Relax. Van Dyke is thirty. Matip is thirty. So that's what I'm telling you. You don't understand what the club is doing. The club is looking at four years from now, three years from now. If this guy can come good in three years' time, if you can relax and get him. How old was John Stones when City signed him? He was probably 23 or 24. For two years, he was shit. Now, if, if, with the fact he is in, if City decides to buy John Stones from everything now, they will pay $100 million with a with game he played last season and going to Europe. So sometimes... Listen. I, these things are tried and tested. It's a gamble. You go for it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But the arguments are there. Okay. Unless you want to be biased, then yeah, Here's of course. What... I'm not being biased. Like, guys, you guys, just give me one second. Here's what I don't understand the reasoning behind it, right? So you have when Van Dyke and Joe Gomez got injured, right? You brought in with Williams. You brought in, uh, what's his name? Matt Phillips. You bought this championship defender, Ben Davis, right? You have... Brought in Kabak. You brought in Kabak. You have, like, a bunch of center backs. So, and when those guys got injured, when you start, when Klopp actually started playing actual center backs, that's when Liverpool actually started winning, right? 
and those guys that filled in were mm-hmm. doing pretty good. So I'm like, here's a situation where your midfield is not, you know, the strongest, right? Your attack, there's really no backup for Firmino. Mel, there's Jota, but like, again, I feel like that money should have been invested in other parts of the field. You cannot compare yourself to Manchester City. Manchester City can afford to buy, you know, someone for 40 million and sell the person next season for 5 million. They can afford that. You guys cannot afford that. You understand? So you cannot say John Stones and bring in all... No, no, no. You guys have to think about the present. So I don't understand why they bought Konate. That's why I think that's the worst signing for me. So, yeah. Okay. So let me answer you. Um, and this will be the last I would say on this Konate thing. I have told you, the club is the club has been tracking this guy for three years. Regardless of what happened last season, we we're going to buy a centre-back. Remember, we lost um, Dejan Lovre. So we, we needed one centre-back. Um, not Phillips before last season was, was playing in the second division in Germany, in Stuttgart. Like I said, Rhys Williams is a 16-year-old boy, and he wasn't even supposed to come close to the first team. Per the injuries we had last year, you wouldn't even have known who Rhys Williams and 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 not and about, not Phillips how about, are. How about ben Trent? Davis? How about Trent? Come on, guys. Come on. Trent, Trent is not a center back. Trent I don't understand. No, but he was he was in the same situation, right? He no one knew who Trent was. No, 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 no. You see, you are not. You don't know what Trent was. Our Trent was a hot prospect. He was the best thing that came out of our academy. At twelve years old, Gerard said this guy was going to be my successor. So all eyes were on the guy. They knew he was going to come into the team at midfield. He came in at right back, and he's the rest. They say is history. There are players we have. Everything has got hot prospects. Ned Phillips is. Rhys Williams is not even a prospect in Liverpool terms. He wasn't even the first backup from... He wasn't even starting in the academy. The player starting in the academy is called Komeche. You see Ben Echo talking about him. Unfortunately, he got injured the same time that we wanted to bring these kids in. If not, Rhys Williams wouldn't even have come. If you look at Rhys Williams, he's got a lot of injuries in him. And he's very slow. You should watch him. He's very slow. Nat Phillips would give you a decent job, but... He is not a Liverpool top kind of centre back. If we want to challenge mm. for stuff, you don't start games with Nat Phillips and and and, and Reece Williams. You need a proven player. That's what I'm telling you. The reason behind Konate is this. Now you talk about enforcing in other other parts of the team. I agree with you. I'm exhausting my time on this. But like I told you, the club has got its own policy. We've exhausted our foreign quota. There, there are so many issues going on, but we still have money to spend. We still have spent more money than most clubs. As we speak now, it doesn't mean anything. Give us, give us, listen, let, let's move on a little bit. We spent a little too much time on this thing. But Ola, give us your best uh, and worst transfers. I think that uh, Patsin Daka, uh, he went to Spurs. I think he's going to be a real deal. Uh, I followed him a, a lot. I thought Liverpool were going to put in a bid, but uh, Klopp and Cole knows why. They didn't. Um, the, I also think that uh, Buendia, I don't know if I got his name, name Emilia, Emiliano Buendia, yeah, that guy, that guy that uh-huh. came from Norwich, I think that if if he can find his um, um, Grealish is gone, City, um, Villa will be looking for someone to step up, and I think he's a, he's a right candidate. So yes, him also. Okay. Last transfer, Okay. it's going to be tough. I don't know how this guy is going to do at Arsenal, Ben White. He's English and a price tag and all that. If he, if 
if he makes a mistake uh, in the first game or two and and he leads to a goal, Arsenal fans are going to come for him. And we know how this uh, Arsenal fans TV thing can be like. And they could put pressure on a young guy. So I think that um, that could play a major role. Um, maybe he could be a candidate. But um, aside that, I, okay. don't think, I don't think that... Um, Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I've, I've not seen most of the transfers, so it's very tough for me to um, choose. Okay, no, no, that's that's fair enough. I think definitely Ben White will have a lot of pressure, and I think to the point of how he starts the season is basically going to probably be how his season will be remembered because mm. Arsenal fans don't have that much patience, and <laughs> they'll be quick to blame him for anything that happens. Um, rookie, I want us to end the episode real quick, but I want you to give us your best and worst transfers as well. Um, for best, um, I'm going to talk about a transfer that is pending, it seems. Okay. Uh, if it goes through, that would be obviously messy to PSG. Um, oh, okay. You want to take us out of EPL? I okay. I thought, I Fair we enough. talking about EPL players. Oh, I thought we were talking about transfers. No, it's EPL players. <laughs> no, yeah, we're definitely kind of sticking to EPL, like, but it's okay. You can you can say you know let's rub it in George's face a little bit. I mean, I'm not trying to rub it into George's face. I'm just saying that if we're talking about best transfers, when this goes through, this will easily be the best transfer of the generation. I mean, right? getting us for free, yeah, getting us for free—that's unheard of. Um, so that to me is the La best. Porta. <laughs> and then the worst transfer, I actually have two, and that is that the worst transfer belongs to the same club, um, which is Chelsea. Wow. Um, Tomori to AC Milan. Wow. Um, I don't know why they would let Tomori go. That to me just seemed really silly. And then the second, the second one being great transfer, but also when you think about you know the logistics of it all. Lukaku to Chelsea. This is a player that you had. This is a player hmm. that could have gotten cheaper a few years back. You bought Morata, you know, and now here we are back again with Lukaku. Obviously, it's a phenomenal transfer, and I think he's going to elevate the team. Again, definitely I think Chelsea's winning the league this season with Lukaku, but at the same time, when you <laughs> when you look at uh, Chelsea's history, you know, you talk about Salah, KDB, it's just another one of those things, except now they're actually getting one of their gems back, so. Hmm. Okay, I see, I see the reason there. I just want to clarify something you said. Did you just say that Chelsea would win the league if they go Lukaku? I think they are going to win the league with Lukaku. Wait, what? So, but, so yeah. yeah, why did not... I thought you United, said... Why didn't United win the league with Lukaku? What happened? No, I'm saying that I feel Come like on. he's the missing piece to Chelsea's puzzle currently. Yeah, like those aren't that's not the same thing. I'm it's saying Chelsea thing, need but... a strike. No, it's not. They had Werner. You're replacing Werner with Lukaku. <laughs> if you How had Lukaku you know... last season, Chelsea would definitely have given at least City a run for their money. It wouldn't have been a walk in the park the way it was. Okay, okay. Fair enough. We'll come back and talk about this a little bit more. Um I'm going to give my best and worst, and then we're going to stop this recording, and we're going to, you know, do some magic, because today's a magic <laughs> day. Um, <laughs> but the best transfer to me, which, you know, I'm going out on a limb here, because I don't even rate this player that much, but for his value and use to the team, I'm going to go with Sancho to United. 
right? Simply because now you don't have to play Greenwood anymore because <laughs> I know people love Greenwood, but Greenwood is just not ready to be playing a full season and being a start part of your 11 if you're trying to win the league, which is what United should be trying to do. So I think Sancho is going to make a huge difference. And, you know, you don't have, like, you just need a player that has goals and assists. And Sancho has that. He brings goals into your team. Um, the worst transfer, mm, I couldn't really find one either. But I'm going to go with Sumari to Leicester City. Um, not because I don't rate the player. I don't know that much about him. But I just don't think he was really needed in Leicester City. He's a midfielder that... I don't think he's going to get to play that many games. So for the money they paid for him and for the other things they could have done, and I don't know, it just felt like money spent that wasn't necessary at the moment. Um, but he is a young player. I just don't think he's going to have much of an impact next season. Um, but, yeah, no, Willap, thank you so much for joining us. I want to give you a chance to, you know, give us any final words sure. you have um, on the upcoming season. Sure. Um, thank you very much. Um I'll save my last words for something different. I don't. I think I've exhausted or we've exhausted all our time on the happenings in EPL. I think that this pod will not mm-hmm. be complete if we don't talk about the biggest um, scandal. Or let me put it that way. That happened a couple of days ago. Um, Messi um, not signing the supposed contract for Barca. I think that we all can chip in a minute and it would be a, um, a bonus track for this episode but that's my suggestion so yeah if, if, if you would allow that we can do that all right perfect perfect yeah no we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk more about Messi throughout the season you know this will not be the first or last time that we'll come back to the topic yeah. right 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 we have Moyo aka Big Rum a really sad day today <laughs> Chelsea but it's all good. It's all it's it's all good. It's all good. Everything will be okay in the end. And we have I'm seeing KMK. I honestly don't know what that means. Um, oh. I, I know him as David. <laughs> David is here. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's it's good to be back. And the KMK is King Mo Kobina. I'm back here too. Wow, wow. You're a king now. I mean. I, I mean, I have the league title over here. Hey, <laughs> all right. Some people are saying head-to-head winner. Somebody said, I have the league, the league that counts. I'm the title holder. It's all fun and games, but it's, yeah, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Nah, we're, we're happy to hear your voice. Um, We're going to jump right into it. And I'm going to start with Moya, actually, because Moya was the first one here, so he deserves to speak first. Moya, what we're doing, we've already done this. Um. So people listen to this episode, it's like recorded separately. I'll give you all the updates you need. But what I want from you, Moya, is your top 10. The EPL top 10 going into next season. Tell me how you see it. Um, Wow. Okay. Chelsea going to the league. Hey, big rum. Big rum. Manchester second. Man U third. Liverpool fourth. Uh, let's see, let's see. Spurs fifth. Aston Villa sixth. Wait, I take that back. Leicester fifth. <laughs> Leicester fifth. Aston. Uh, Yo, Spurs. I said come with your predictions. Know, like, you did not come prepared. Bro, I, this this looks like you know off the top of his head. No analysis, uh, no analysis, none of that. Nah. Calm down, calm down. We do this for a living. 
Bro, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I said Leicester fifth, Spurs sixth, Austin Villa seventh, uh, Everton eighth, Arsenal. Sorry, I take that back. Arsenal eighth, <laughs> Arsenal eighth. They're mm-hmm. running it back three times in a row. Um, <laughs> West Ham ninth. Wolves, Wolves tent, I guess. Yeah, no, I feel like we're going to give you a chance um, after David goes to fix this list because this is definitely off the top of your head and I feel like you're, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure. So I feel like you're probably going to yeah. feel differently in like two minutes, literally. Right, um, cool. But okay. Yeah, the biggest error I see is you had Wolves in your top 10. No one else. Um, so we spoke with the Wula earlier. Um and us three, of course, and no one else has wolves in their top ten. So that's like the biggest like error that you have so far. Um, maybe you're smarter than us, but you know nobody else has wolves in top ten. Mm-hmm. David, I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. Give us your top ten. Okay, the top ten is kind of long, but you know we will have to start start off here. Um, <laughs> um, number one, we will have Manchester City taking it um, again. Number two. This was a controversial one. Um, I have it between Chelsea or Liverpool hmm. for number two, but I'm actually going to go for Liverpool. I think that they're going to have a good season. Uh, number three, I have Chelsea. Number four, I have Manchester United. Um, dude, I, I wrote this somewhere <laughs> somewhere else. At least United is making top four at least in my predictions. Uh, number five, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, I have Leicester City. Um, let me see. Number six, I have Spurs. Then I have Aston Villa. Then I have um, what's the case? Ever- you know, for me, when I get to number seven, eight, after that, it's a toss up for me. <laughs> for me, so I'm just gonna stop over there. <laughs> no, 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 no. We want ten. You can toss it up. Say random teams if you like, but we want ten. Ah, so Aston Villa I had at number seven, right? Yes. Okay. Everton, I have at number eight. Yeah, I have Everton at number eight. Number nine, I want to go fancy, but actually, I'm going to bump Everton down, put Leeds at number eight, put Everton at number nine. Then number 10, you might have a wild card. I don't know what team is going to have it. Oh, so you haven't said Arsenal for the record. I didn't put Arsenal in there. That's what I'm saying. It's like a toss up, but that's very disrespectful to my Arsenal fans. Okay. So Arsenal 10th? No, I'm actually thinking about it. I want to put Arsenal at number seven, shift the whole list. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys, you need to be prepared. So sorry, you guys. Like, so, wait, you know, after number six, for me, it gets kind of toss-up for me, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have Tottenham at six, Arsenal seventh, Villa yep. eight, Leeds nine, Everton tenth. Yep, that, that's it for me. Okay, Moya, I feel like you want to make some corrections. Yeah, I want to go again. <laughs> okay, we're nine. ready. Don't you do Man this for a reason? Man City two, United three, Liverpool four, Leicester City five, Spurs six. Villa 7th, Arsenal Hattrick of 8th, Everton 9th, Leeds 10th. Wow. Okay. That's a little bit better, but Leeds at 9th. I don't know. Well, so it seems oh, like everyone like else. You have who at 10th? Leeds. Everton at 9th. 
Right, right, right. Everton at nine, Leeds at ten. Um, yeah, you're a lot higher on Everton than um, you and David, I guess, than everyone else that we've spoken to so far. Um, so real quick, Moya, I'm going to let you go first. Tell us what about Everton gives you so much confidence that they're going to be able to finish ninth. Yeah, they're bringing back basically the same team. They have a much better manager, and they just need to stay. <laughs> they have a much better manager now? Yeah, Rafael Benitez is better than whoever was in Did Ancelotti? Wow. <laughs> this team, I mean, we saw the job he did with, um, what's it called, Newcastle, keeping them up, stabilizing them. He's a proven manager. It's, this is the caliber he manages right now. Ancelotti... I don't think it's capable of managing these small teams. It needs mm. more talent to succeed. So, you bring him back. Um, Dinye, Yerimina, um, Godfrey, Michael Ken. I like what I see on your team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people are laughing. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, Who's laughing? It's definitely just that's me, man. If you have anything to say, feel free to speak. <laughs> No, the guy is really trying to justify what he said. No, like, he's really trying to justify it. Like, come I on. don't understand. We, when we came in last season, were you not big on Everton? Did would you Me. say? Answer? No, I was the guy saying I don't think uh, James Rodriguez is a signing that was gonna make Everton the top fourteen. Okay, I was not even on the whole. Okay, looking at the team, would you say if, with the manager, the caliber of manager they had, would you say they underperformed? Perform just right, or they overperform. They did not. Well, they underperform because, like, exactly. But the, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't understand how you're gonna say Benitez is, you know, the manager coming in is gonna make a better use of. I mean, team. the guy managed Newcastle already. Like, this is what. I mean, so people still look at Benitez with the eye of Champions League winner or anything, but this is his caliber now. He's good at managing this kind of teams, and I think he's going to do a better job than Ancelotti. Ancelotti needs more star power around him. Simple. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. No, I think you guys have definitely brought some different energy here because, man. Cause, so, I think the, the reason that he's probably looking at you funny, which is not that crazy, but Everton has a different manager. They don't have Hamish Rodriguez, as far as we know. Um, they haven't really added anything, so I don't know how they're going to do it. But we shall see. We shall see. Um, Moya, do you think that Chelsea winning the league, does it matter if City gets Harry Kane or not? Like, Chelsea's winning no matter what? No matter. Lukaku, 30 goals this is it. <laughs> yes, bro. Dick Rum. Dick Rum. Dick Rum. <laughs> 30 goals this is it. Oh, it's <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> 30 goals within Champions League and Premier League. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Maybe FA Cup. I mean, add no, all the competitions no, 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 just no, no, to be safe. No, 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 no. No. Okay. That's for, okay. for Werner and Co. Werner, but you can play this. <laughs> League Rome is there for just the business. Champions League and the league. Okay. It's it's written down in stone. Moyo told us first. I... Yo, David, I want to ask you. You were a lot higher on Liverpool, I think, than everyone else. Um, Everyone generally has Liverpool in the top four, but you have them finishing second. Um, What is it about... Liverpool's team that you think is going to help them finish second, as much as you know, I think they brought in Konate. That's the only like transfer of note. Um, they lost with Ronaldo. Do you just think over time they're just going to get better or what? Like, why do you have them second? Um, I think that the Liverpool team last last year they just had a really poor season, and Van Dijk's injury contributed a lot to that. Losing a leader in Van Dijk, 
I mm. can't, they kind of had the uh, issues and their uh, their front three were also kind of misfiring, you know. But like right now, currently looking at the league, there's not a lot of like, um, I'll say teams that are still as powerful in the attack as Liverpool are. I still think that Salah, Mane, Firmino and Cole can get the job done. Klopp, they will be looking to uh, right the wrongs of last season. And I think that Van Dijk coming back, I think that Liverpool team, they just underperformed. They just performed terribly last season. I'm just very big on them. It's just a, a hunch looking at them. I think that people have written them off too early, you know. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's just Interesting. My, 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 my take. That's why I had a toss-up between Chelsea and them for second when I was mm-hmm. when I was making the list. But yeah, I don't know. I think Liverpool might have a decent season this season again. So yeah. Okay, fair enough. I also want to ask you, what team do you think is going to be relegated? Um, and I don't want one of the teams that was just promoted. Give me a team that wasn't just promoted that you feel is going to be relegated. <sighs> oh, man. A team that I... You know, honestly, my mind always goes to Watford. I can't help it. Watford, you know. But the team that I think is at risk, that they need to actually... Check check themselves. So I forget this. This guy plays for the team. Hold on. Who plays for them? Hold on. Let, let me look at this. Another guy moved. It's a new. Ah, it's Norwich. I was thinking Norwich. They still. No, no. I want. I want a team that wasn't just promoted. So not one of Norwich or uh, Brantford or Watford. Someone else. Well, Burnley just got new funding. Gig. Trying to do something good, honestly, man. I think it's gonna be one of the of the relegate. Most of them promoted teams. One of the, most of them are just you know gonna struggle. So, 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 can I put on record that David thinks all three promoted teams are gonna be relegated? Uh, I, I don't think I, that would be like the right thing that I'm trying to say. But like looking through the league, like I think it would be kind of like. A hot take to like pick one of the Premier League teams. I could say Crystal Palace. They haven't really brought anything in or Southampton. Why do people keep saying that? Crystal Palace has made some moves. Crystal it's Palace brought in Olise. They brought in a couple other players I can't think of right now. But Crystal Palace has spent money. They brought in They brought in Anderson. Yes, from Fulham. Yes. I, I just, I just feel like the. They're just teetering. Like, I don't know. But Southampton is another at-risk team that, you know, at-risk uh, <laughs> at team, they're always at-risk, but, like, they do something. But the newly promoted team, I don't... Besides Brentford, who I think are the most decent, Norwich and Watford, definitely I could see them struggling. So, David, what's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Southampton, they lost Daniel. Uh, Southampton, yeah. I said Southampton and uh, Crystal Palace. If I really have to give that, you know. You really have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moya, it sounds like you're saying Southampton as well. Southampton or Newcastle, one of the two. Yeah, listen, we're all on the same page. So, yeah, George had Southampton as well as Rookie. I have Newcastle, so... We're all, we're all reading from the same book, which is nice. Or <laughs> maybe we're all wrong together. Who knows? Um, so, Moya, you already kind of started down this path, so I'm not going to come to you first. Rookie, I'm actually going to come to you. So, Moya believes that Lukaku is going to come to the league and he's going to bang goals, right? Like he did in Italy, of course. He's going to do what he always does. I want to ask you to predict the top scorer in the EPL. Rookie, this is you I'm talking to. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. 
Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with none other than Lukaku. Hey, big rom. So you think he's just going to fit in seamlessly to this team? Like, there's not going to be an adjustment period. He's going to come in. He's going to bang all the goals that Timo Werner couldn't score. That's that's what you're thinking? Obviously, there's going to be a period of adjustment. But I definitely think, regardless of that, he will be the top scorer this season. Hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting. George, what do you think? Yo, it's kind of funny that United fans are all of a sudden predicting that, you know, Lukaku is just going to come in and, you know, bang in goals and guarantee trophies and whatnot. Uh, he was funny. banging goals at United too, but now he's an even better player than when he left. Really? Okay. It's, it's just funny to me. Like, you guys do not want him. All of a sudden, it's about to win goalkeeping and everything. But, yeah, um, but just because yeah. he didn't fit to our team doesn't mean we think he's a bad player. Okay, okay, that's fine. I feel like everyone tries to make everything so black and white when that's just not the case. Okay. I mean, to be fair, United kind of kicked him out the back door. Like, only yeah, had, him, actually, only yeah. had to play on the wings, actually, like, but, but, because yeah. he refused actually. to strike him. Like, Yeah, like, what do you, like, anyways, uh, my top goal scorer, I think it's going to be either, like, it's going to be the regular faces, right? I don't think Lukaku is going to win the golden boot. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm going to go with um, the regular faces, like Salah, Kane. I want one name. Don't tell me the regular faces. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. I'll go with Salah. I think Salah is going gonna, gonna to win it. Yeah. Okay. Mo Salah. Nice. Moya, what do you think? Is this, I mean, is this a rhetorical question to use Lukaku, of course, right? Actually, I have one condition. So, currently, <laughs> Chelsea's penalty taker is Okay. I feel like penalties go a long way in helping strikers mm-hmm, boost mm-hmm, their talents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, if Lukaku is on penalty duties, I'm pretty sure he's going to be highest goal scorer. If not, Harry Kane. Yeah. Popo, the thing with Harry Kane is, is, like, it depends on if he moves to Man City, right? If he moves to Man City, I know for sure he's going to be the goal camp. Uh, he's gonna win the um, the golden boots, but if he doesn't move, then I'll go with Salah. I'm just gonna. He has won it three times at Spurs. What are you talking about? <laughs> but like, I'm talking about in this Spurs team currently. If he stays in this Spurs team currently, like, I don't see how he's gonna win the golden boots at Spurs. Alright, fair enough. I mean, what do you mean? He's done it before. Like, what do you think is gonna be different now if he stays? A new manager, like he, the guy doesn't even want to stay at the club. I feel like mentally he's checked out from Spurs, you know. So I don't see him going back in, having the same level of performances. Like I don't, I don't see it. For that, I actually do agree with George. Yeah. If huh. he stays at Spurs, I don't see him winning the Golden Boot. Wow, Not for sure. Wow, that's interesting. So you guys think if he stays at Spurs, he's going to forget how to play football. Okay. Yeah, Fair no, enough. I feel like that same passion is not going to be yeah. there. And that plays a part. Um, no, it's true. Like, the guy, I feel like, I feel like the guy. <laughs> well, you guys can see my face. I, Damn, I forgot. I, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. why are you reacting? <laughs> I, feel like the guy, I feel like the guy has mentally checked out, like. He does not want to be a Spurs. Like, no, he's not. He's just not going to be there. And if you're forcing him to be there, he's not going to give you, like, the same. 100%. I don't, he's not going to do that. Like, we've seen that multiple times with a bunch of players who huh. forced to stay. You know, they don't. Messi, it had to take Messi, what, January, February for him to actually start, you know, kicking in when he 
who was forced to stay at Barcelona. So it's like it's not. It happens to the best players. So like, come on, Kane is not. It's gonna be the same for Kane. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Keeping a player um, against his will is never good. Can, uh, David, go ahead, please. Um, to, to answer the question, the goal scorer is gonna be Mo Salah because hmm. Mo Salah does Mo Salah things. Yeah, yeah. But the second <laughs> to to weigh in When's on the, the last Harry, time he won the Golden Boot. He's always in a conversation, rookie. Don't always do in that. Conversation, I think I think he didn't win it. I think he won it two seasons ago. But like last year, he was what? Yeah, wasn't it like a three-way tie two seasons ago? Yeah, it was a th- yeah two seasons ago. It was a three-way tie in the season before that season before that he won it, I believe, mm. when he had that crazy season. But um, how do you call it? Yeah, if the Harry Kane thing, I have spent an extraordinary amount of time researching this this guy, this Harry Kane guy, and I've come up with that term that serial stats patter. And serial stat patterns, this is something about them. Their level of professionalism is very is. high. They like Harry Kane is somebody that regardless of if he's in Spurs or they take him to City, that guy's goal is that dude, if we're not winning trophies, at least my tally has to be high. He takes the penalties, you know he's going to score them. You know that <laughs> like all the chances that Spurs generate is gonna be for him. So like he's just that person that okay, I've not won any trophies, but like the guy just lives for. <laughs> like you know the personal accolades and stuff he's uh driven to be that guy so he's mm. always gonna be in a conversation so i think like uh, that's just my, my my take on that i think when he didn't come for training the whole thing the guy was in the bahamas somewhere and was on vacation and he's like yeah i'm coming back to the club um you know what i'm saying he's a, he's a professional in that sense like yeah he's, if he's if he's there he's gonna give us it's ultimate to the team. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I find it difficult to believe that he would really struggle with that. Um, I want to ask you same along the same lines, we're already the top goals. Oh, by the way, I I agree it's gonna be Mo Salah. I mean, he's he's gonna do it again, or finally, according to Rookie. Um, <laughs> who's gonna be the top assist guy? I feel like assists are a little bit more variable than goal scoring, actually. So you guys probably have to go out on a longer limb for this. Um but George, I'm going to start with you. Who's going to be the top assist guy in the league? Come on, man! I didn't want you to start with me. Um, oof. see, I've been watching a lot of Man City preseason games, and um, I have to say, I've been really, really impressed with Maris. Wow! Been- wow! No, no, the guy has been the guy has been taking in good positions on the field, and he seems like the guy who's creating. But then again, it's preseason. You know, there's no Sterling, there's no Grealish on the other side. So I'm like, ah. Uh, man, I don't know. I actually do not know. Come yeah, come to me later. Come to me later. Uh, <laughs> it's like so like George to finally be coming around on Myers after I years. Can, like I can, I can go next if you guys are. Ready. Please. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Bruno Fernandes. Hey, yes. Bruno Fernandez, Bruno, <laughs> because uh, how do you call it? Uh, we have JS seventeen in the squad. Oh you know? God, <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound good. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm JS seventeen in the squad. I saw that. Isn't it JS seven, not seventeen? Just call him. He, he asked for the the seven, the seven, and so so shy said no. It's yeah, so he got to twenty five. They gave, I thought they gave him 17. Equals, nah, they gave him 25. That's oh, okay. I don't number. 
Two plus five equals seven. <laughs> that's that's still a random. I don't. Why, why did he do thirty-four or sixty-one? I know, I know right? <laughs> 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 the stupidity going on at United already, like. Right? Oh, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you think I'm... because Sancho is there, Bruno's gonna lead an assist? Isn't Sancho the assist Since guy from year. Germany? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the thing. I think Bruno Fernandes is also in a question. But I think United, this signing Cavani now, we actually have not a stopgap-ish striker, an actual striker who the season is starting. You've played with him before. And like, he's like, you get what I'm saying? They now know each other. Now we've added more artillery. I think that Bruno is going to have more opportunities. Like, he likes those passes. I think he's going to have a good season. KDB, obviously, when he comes back, the guy is an assist magnet. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. So you think that um, Cavani is no longer a stopgap? He's now the striker? That's how you feel? Yeah, they signed the guy to a contract, and, like, deservedly so. I was so skeptical because, like, he was, like, 30-something when we got him. I remember when he signed a renewal, United fans were pretty happy, I think. Or if I'm, am I making that up? Like, yeah, there's not a lot of good strikers in the world right now. Let's just be, <laughs> let's just be honest. And Cavani can get you, like, some goals if, you know, you have some service supply to Yeah. Okay. Interesting, interesting choice. Moya, what do you think? Okay. Even if he doesn't go to City or does it like does it matter what team he's playing for? Okay, okay. If he goes to City, no. But if he stays at Spurs, I expect him to leave the assist charts again. Hmm. Even as a striker, you think he's just gonna keep doing it? I mean he's done it before, hasn't he? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so he's running it back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Make it sound like it's so simple. Like, all right, rookie, we're ready for you. I am in the same boat as David. I do think that Bruno's assist numbers <clears throat> will, you know, improve on last season only because same thing he said. I think that. In the beginning of last season, we didn't get to see as much as Cavani because, you know, they were trying to ease him into the league, especially now that um, Rashford is out getting his surgery for his shoulder. We're going to need, you know, reinforcements on the front line. So Cavani is definitely going to see a lot more than he did in the first half of last season. So I'm expecting goals from Cavani and the assists coming from none other than Bruno. Okay. Interesting. George, are you ready now? Uh, yeah, I think I'm ready now. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Man City, right? And I'm gonna go with KDB because uh, if 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 City do sign uh Kane, I'm gonna go with KDB. If City does hmm. not, if City does not sign Kane, then I'm uh, I'm tempted to go with a Chelsea player like Mount or Ziyech. Uh, Ziyech might not even be there. It's, it's like like there's so many question marks right now to give. You know what? I'll just stick with one. I'll just go with uh, I'll just go with KDB. Yeah. Okay. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. You guys didn't go out on a limb like I was hoping you would. But yeah, I'm going to do what George is scared to do. No, not Grealish. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about Grealish at City because I just don't know if he's going to get enough like games to get the numbers that he would usually get. Because you know, Pep is going to rotate for no reason. He almost Sorry, assisted today. What he numbers? Almost assisted. Yeah, he had a good game today from what I think. Wait, Moyo, you said what numbers? 
Yep. Uh, we're not going to have this argument right now because I think it's just a silly argument. Grizzlies played like 10 games last season and was like top five and everything. So you go look at the numbers and come back. Okay. Um, anyone's fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, 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 I'm just not going to do this with you right now. We're, we're going to come back. But Moya, let me ask you, because it sounds like you want to go down this path. Are you like trying to tell us you don't rate Grillish like that? Or like, what are, you, what are you trying to say for it? I don't think it was a player man sitting in there. I feel like it's a vanity buy. They have hmm. guys, they are stuck in that position. And I don't think it improves them considerably. It gives them some unpredictability, but like, which is huge. Six months in Pep system, it's going to become a robot team. Do exactly what wow. we want him to do, and it's going to lose the individuality he came into City with. And wow, I mean, like, look at Mares, look at Sterling from Chelsea. I'm sorry, from his Liverpool days. All these guys become like straight jacket players. Stay Wait, within what? the system. They stay within the system. Of what? what <laughs> Yo, boy, that's okay. Right, that's fine. That's that's your take. That's your All opinion, right. right? That's your opinion. Okay. <laughs> You're asking him if it's his opinion, of course. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, what are you saying? Everybody, Sane, all these guys, they stay within the system. They lose their element of individuality in Pep system. Hmm. But don't you think the system maximizes on your ability? Whose ability exactly? Did you not see Sunny when they won, like, Sterling and Sunny together when they won uh, the league with 100 points? Did you not see them together? Yeah, they were good. Pretty good. Yeah. Did you see the numbers? Yeah. That one season. That was that's not perhaps no. only season with them. That's not the only season at Man City. For the mo- why is it? Why? Okay. Let's look at Sterling <laughs> after that. Let's look at Mahrez. Let's look at everybody else. Bro, Sterling's only terrible season was last season. And even that, he had decent... Numbers. It wasn't even that terrible last yeah, season. Yeah, no, he it was not. not. Exactly. I mean, they all, at some point, no, at wrong. some point... They're he great was... players. They're great players. I just think Pep's, take, Pep's system takes away... I don't know. It, it instills more of team cohesion, playing within the system, as opposed to allowing you to be a wildcard player, doing what you want. I don't know. I might be wrong. I mean, I see I see what you're saying. I think there's elements of that that are probably true. I think it's probably the degree to which, uh, to which it's true, right? Because I've heard Wass even say that about Sterling and say he doesn't take on players as much ever since he's been playing for Pep and stuff like that. So there are people that think that. It's not a, it's not a new idea or new thought that sometimes playing for Pep reduces your unpredictability, like you said. But, but so yeah, to yeah. say it becomes robots is yeah, kind of extreme. <laughs> I feel like it does take away your individuality, but like it still maximizes on, like instead of you dribbling to nothing, like taking on five players and not doing anything with the ball, Pep would tell you stay in this position, the ball will come to you. All you have to do is just pass it and get an assist or pass it and score a goal. I, I feel like that that is what is key with Pep's system. It's not you getting the ball from center. And then dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Before you get to the 18, you get fouled and it comes to nothing. No. He'll put okay. you in a position where you have the chance to either create or score as a forward. George? Yeah. Willis had 16 goal contributions in the league last season. Pep okay. system, I say under 8.5 goal contributions. What do you say? Okay. Do you, do you want to bet money on that? How much? Oof. How much do you want to bet? <laughs> All right, let's play 10, 10 bucks just for fun. Right, okay. Eesh. 10 bucks. Let's do $10. Eesh. 
Right, cool. Yo, Mario, what are you on today? Right, Eight? Yeah, that's like, too yo, low. That's disrespectful, man. Like, you said eight goal contributions? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's... Like, what did Ferran Torres do last season? Grealish can do that at like, least. Are you like, serious? Like, the guy did not even play. Like, Torres barely even played. I It's like 10 bucks. All right, guys, you, you, you heard it here first. But eight is, yeah, eight is quite low. Yeah, I feel like Martial probably almost got eight last season. Like, <laughs> oh, oh Martial's back too, by the way. So, to do oh, are you counting him as back? Like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's also back, man. Like, to the guy is, you exactly. know. <laughs> yeah, that guy just needs to look in the mirror. He just needs to look in the mirror, man. What am I, I doing? I mean, I'm so excited to get that Lukaku cut. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That guy is going to restart his career. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Mom probably just had dandruff or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I want us to um, switch gears just a little bit um, and talk a little FPL. We're kind of going all around the world here a little bit, but, you know, bear with me, guys. So for FBL purposes, we are also going to predict what manager, right? What manager do we think is going to be top 10? To predict who's going to win is going to be hard. So we're just going to predict a top 10 manager in the league. Um, and I'm going to start with you, Rookie, because I like to start with you. Obviously, and I'm never prepared. Um, I think that... Uh, last year's winner will be in the top 10, and that's you, David. You played a hell hey, of a game last season. vote of confidence. Um, and you may thank not you, win it again, you. but I trust that you will be a top 10 manager. Thank hmm. you. Thank you. I appreciate the, the vote of confidence. It means hmm, nothing. Okay. Just saying, means <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why the hate? Like... <laughs> George, what, what do you say? My top 10? Oh, yeah, just I'm tell me one person that's going to be top 10. I don't care what's your top 10. <laughs> one, person, one person that's going to be top 10. I can give you a list of... I can give you three people that I think is going to be in top 10. I just want one, George, please. Wait, just, just give us one. The, the whole grand old team. I know, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so I was going to say. <laughs> no, but um, I think... Uh, that's, that's wild. I mean, there's only there's always the one consistent guy who's always in top ten, right? Uh, but I'm not gonna go with him. I'll just go with a wild card, right? I'll go with NS. I think NS will make top ten. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think he has a chance if he's focused. Maybe he can do it. We'll see. Um, David, let me come to you. Tell me who you think is gonna be top ten. Lakeep is coming top ten. Yeah, that's not a that's not a person. Do you guys have one team <laughs> that we can that we can check out? Definitely, Moyo, Moyo, my boy Moyo's got big rom. Like he's a top top <laughs> FPL player. Um, yeah, I don't want to list all the guys. All the guys. No, please don't, top, don't but, list yeah, all. Yeah, the guys. Just, just just for the purpose of this, uh, this now, just give you Moyo. What he time was, is this? Thirty three, thirty seven. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be 33, 37 the episode, but you know, you'll you'll listen back and find the time. All right, Moya, what do you think? They said you're going to be top 10. Don't nominate yourself, of course. Everyone has been so gracious, actually. Nobody nominated themselves. Good job, guys. Moya, who do you think? Top 10. I'm going to give you someone that's going to be top 10 and someone that wants. Someone that wants. Can you, can you wait? Let's do one thing at a time. We're going to come to that side as well. I can't hold it. I'm 
Irrespective of how much information you present to him, he always seems to come up with alternative facts. Gosh, Josh is not going to be top ten, and I think I think David Mokobina is going to be top ten. Probably a mm. very good chance of becoming a big champ. But yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Fair enough. So along those lines of who's not going to be top 10, I actually want us to predict a bust of the season, right? The bust of the season is the person that's going to accumulate the most bust of the weeks. Um, my um, <laughs> nominee is Josh. So <laughs> I, I just wanted to be there for the record. I think that's, Josh that's, is going to be in contention. Nah, it's not that bad. It's just not top 10. No, no, I think he had a very good season last season, actually. I think it was a fluke. I think he's going to go back to where he belongs, and it's it going like to be in the bust of the season man. conversation. <laughs> top 30 is good, man. I was, I was top 30. I was top 25, I think. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> George, who do you think is going to be the bust of the season? Early prediction. Early prediction? Whoa. Um... <laughs> I think this guy's gonna bring. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've had any Emeka, you know, Emeka's not saying anything. <laughs> we've not had Emeka coming out talking about, you know, this is my season and none of that. D70 so plan. Yeah, I think I think Emeka's gonna bring it home again for the second time. Hmm. Yeah. Repeat. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay, okay. Rookie, what do you think? Bust of the season. Bust of the season. See, I can't name just one person. Oh, Lord. I think what I think it is is bust of the season. I'm going to give it to any of the um, emotional Arsenal fans. The ones that, you know, week in, week out, they put Arsenal players in their team, even when Arsenal's on a terrible run. Please I think it's going to be one of them. Man, Sean, down with your chest, rookie. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. Mm. Okay, I'm going to accept that. Arsenal fan. So, Josh, Emeka, Chibi, <laughs> Brian. I got you. Chike like, is one of them, too. He always has Arsenal players. I don't I, know why. He's such a y'all, smart guy. Y'all but I remember when they were um, on that whole losing streak last season? These guys still had Arsenal players in their teams. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you expecting? You know what's funny? A miracle. Uh, our two busts of the seasons are actually Arsenal fans too. So you actually have a point. Point with that. That's my see. Rookie actually took my answer too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Every time you look, and somebody's got I don't know, uh, Lacazette in the team when the team hasn't scored for like five games, like. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. David, were you saying you're also going to go with the Arsenal fan, emotional Arsenal fan? No, not emotional Arsenal fan, but like people, like people just don't want to pick the teams that know they know. You know what I'm saying? Like rookie explained it perfectly. Like you don't, I don't know if they don't. They stop following the games or what? They just pick some players like too partisan. Yeah, the partisan, a partisan coach. Right. Mm. Yeah. So Brian, I should write down Brian for you. Like, <laughs> a, a, just say a coach with a, a coach with an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Boyo, do you have a candidate? 
He said Abe. 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 That's a good one, actually. Abe. I'm surprised he wasn't busted this season last season. Yeah, he was in a, he was in contention. I'm sure he was right there. Hmm, crazy, crazy. You know, it should be interesting. We'll see uh, who gets it. <laughs> you guys are just looking at me. Send a text message. All right, guys, I'm back. I'm back. I had to send an emergency message. You know, things are happening in the world. But we're here delivering Uncut 90 no matter what, because that's what we do. Um, real quick before we end the episode, um, Moyan David, actually, I want to get you guys as first manager to be sacked. I think it'll be interesting to hear what you guys say. Um, Moya, I'm going to start with you because I think you're a little bit more decisive than David. David is going to tell us a lot of stuff. So, David, think about it. Moya, what manager do you think is going to be sacked first? Steve Bruce. <laughs> okay. Bruce, is, that, is he at Newcastle right now? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because we have Newcastle getting relegated, so <laughs> he will probably be in danger. Fair enough. David, who do you think? We live in the era of Ted Lasso coaches, so one of these Ted Lasso coaches. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go with the new coach, Vieira. Hey, yo, why are people hated on Vieira? I don't understand. It's just that, like, it's it's hard to, like, come in as a new guy. I don't know his CV as a coach before, you know? It's kind of like... Yo, well, I said the same thing. So, Vieira was in New York. New York City FC, I'm pretty sure. And I think he coached at Nice in France, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting you to verify. You usually know these things. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I know he coached somewhere in France. But... I think it was Nice. I think he coached at Nice. Someone should verify. But it I'm pretty sure nice. that was the case. But, but, uh, uh, it's not that like I'm like insulting the guy like he's like terrible. It's just that like I don't see his experience. And the squad is also not good. Like, hmm. Roy Hudson was scraping around. Now, Mitchell and Co. are going to be the starters. Like, he would have to, like, literally pull a Ted Lasso performance with the team. Which I think the team was Crystal Palace in the show. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm i not so low on Crystal Palace like you guys are. Um, I want us to kind of wrap up the... Yeah, it was. So I really, you know, stopped by, fully clothed this time around. We've been seeing him in different, you know, different angles all day. Um, I want to ask you guys for your final word, anything that you're looking forward to seeing this season, any other random predictions you want to drop, you know, let the people know that you've seen the future and you know more than them. Um, and I'm going to start with you, Moyo. This season, I'm looking forward to the breakout of um, Tyreek Mitchell. And <laughs> really, yep, <laughs> yo, this thing Van Arnold is gone, <laughs> and you already showed this last season that it was a credible FPL asset. And lastly, Kai Havertz is about to run wild in the league. Really, Kai, okay, <laughs> yo, okay, Moya is here, man. It's pretty big, wrong. This job is done, just put it anywhere. Oh, I'm gonna bang it. In. <laughs> Okay, I do think Kai is going to have a much better season. I mean, he already went through the COVID, new team, all that kind of stuff. I think he's going to have a very solid season. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, team of the season type season, but he's going to have a good season for sure. Um, okay, fair enough. Rookie, it sounded like you were ready to go. I'll let you go. Oh, it's not, oh okay. 
Um, you know, excited to see Sancho play in the Premier League. It seemed like a never-ending saga, which finally came to an end last month. So let's hope all this hype was worth it in the end. Otherwise, United fans are going to be upset. Um, (laughs) And, you know, also looking forward to what happens with Messi over the next couple of days. So those are my final thoughts. Okay, real quick, uh, Rookie, we've been talking about United, and you know we all have them top four, second, third, fourth, whatever. Um, there's talks about Pogba and him signing a contract and not signing a contract. If yeah. somehow Pogba leaves, does that change your outlook, or do you think you guys are going to do what you're going to do regardless? Um, honestly, he is an integral part to the team. Um, it would be sad to see him go, definitely, because he brings that extra quality. I know the argument about him is the consistency, but at the end of the day, he is one of, you know, those top, top players. He's one of the only ones that we have at the club. So, um, yeah, it would make a difference. It would make a difference. I think I think United would still make top four, but it would be a lot harder than... Mm. Um, you know, then automatically kind of getting it. I definitely think it would be kind of like, you know, fight till the final day, fourth spot kind of thing with Pazla gone. But yeah, I mean, I hope he stays. I hope he signs a new contract because losing him for free again, that would be core on the club's part. Mm -hmm. Um, So Almost be as bad as letting Messi go for free. Yeah, (laughs) Almost, but not quite. (laughs) <laughs> nothing, nothing is gonna reach that level. So, All right, fair enough. Level. All right, David, final words. Watch out for my boy Leon Bailey at Aston Villa. Yesterday was Jamaican Independence Day, and bless up. <laughs> bless up to all, all the all the fans out there. But um, yeah, but um, how do you call it? Yeah, look out for Leon Bailey. He's a pretty exciting player, a very creative player. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that Aston Villa uh, team, how they play. I think it's going to be like very, very, very interesting to watch them play. So, like, yeah, it's going to be an interesting season with Harry Beck and Bauer and Baran. You know, mm-hmm. I get to see some masterclass defending, you know. <laughs> I, 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 even though... <laughs> Even though I don't put United um, in my list, I put them at fourth. I'm still very excited to see that United team play. Like, I think that the business that they've done is very good this season. So, like, I'm still, you know, bullish to watch them play, you know. Hmm. You hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're quite low on United, funny enough. But I agree. Yeah. should be exciting to see the new team. Um, George, last but not least. What's up? Go ahead, Maya. Oh, I forgot one name. Sorry. Senior Man Ilechi. What is he going to do? Oh, he's about to tear the league up again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, he won a penalty today, scored the penalty. Like, he's already doing it. George, do you have anything to say? I just feel like you say anything and everything, bro. How the hell do you talk about this is a breakout season for Tyreek Mitchell? Like, what? Anyway, um, <laughs> my last words is going to go to uh, Manchester City. Like, you know, we're about to win the league again this season. We just signed Grealish. 
Pep is gonna win the uh, the league again, and hopefully he brings home the Champions League. So let's go, let's go, you citizens. <laughs> Champions League. Yo, we're just saying funny things today. Like I don't know why. Um... <laughs> uh, no, my final words. My final words are gonna be for you know two sets of fans. <clears throat> First, the Barcelona fans. I'm sorry that you guys have lost Messi. It's very sad. Um, you guys should have listened to me last summer when I told you to let him go for whatever the hell people would pay for him. Like somehow the the greatest asset in football gets to walk away for free to PSG. Like that's just crazy to me. So yeah, Laporta, Laporta, Laporta. He didn't get the job done. He didn't know the rules in La Liga. I mean, I just don't understand. Like the biggest bag that's ever been fumbled, basically. Um, and finally to Arsenal fans, I know you guys have been down on your luck the last two seasons. I've been here to celebrate, you know, the downfall. And I told you guys you'd be eighth, you'd be ninth. It came to fruition. I was right. Um, there's hope. There's hope. This season, Arsenal's going to be top six. I said it. You can believe it. Don't be don't be so hard on your team. And Arteta is not a bad manager. Stop saying that, guys. Um, but, yeah, no, thanks for being on, guys. This is the Uncut 90. We'll be back with more episodes throughout the season. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs>